Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit. Say the Lord. Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Good to be with you tonight. That was Timothy Spell with our opening bumper song every every single Sunday night. This is that. That's how you know that it's this program, the Tell It Like It Is program. We've been starting with that song for many, many years. 
I don't know Brother Timothy Spell, but I I know I text his son Tony Spell some, and and uh, he always texts me back. And been praying for him. We've got their church, some of the trouble they've gone through. Uh, just got a lot of people tuning in already. You can be part of this program by two, by texting me seven zero one two nine zero seven eight six two. Pastor Bob Simons is the pastor of the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. We are located at 501 Elks Drive. I've just talked to a, a guy that's a trucker that makes a biweekly run to Billings, Billings and Fargo, and he says he passes by our church twice a week because it's right on the interstate. You can't miss it. And we've got a, a we we have I think the nicest church in town and the nicest for sure the nicest location in town of any church and we've got the message of salvation. So I guess it doesn't matter what kind of church building you've got. If you've got the message of salvation, you've got everything you need. A bunch of people texting me tonight, so I'll do a shout-out to some of these people. Let's see, who was the first one? Phil Gingrich out in Michigan texting me, driving truck tonight. Glad Phil's listening. Brother Jones listening out in the Minnesota area, one of our good friends and faithful listeners. We've got uh, Sister Brett's listening up in Kildare and Miss Turn Church today. We've got Carl and Jeannie listening. We've got Brother Griffith listening tonight in Montana. Carl's out in Michigan. Can everybody hear me? Okay, is uh, they were I heard rumors that that um, that there is uh, some problems with Holy Ghost Radio tonight, but it looks like you guys are all listening. We've got let's see who else is listening. Uh, Tina from Kildare is listening. Ben Yoder is tuned in from uh, Pennsylvania, and he uh, and I was. Got to be with his brother Noah for a little while yesterday in Fargo. He came to a men's retreat there. Jody, James, the kids are listening in Harvey, North Dakota. Tim is listening in North Carolina. Yvonne and Maren are listening tonight. We've got, uh, uh, see, Becky listening from home tonight. And uh, Henry, Harrison, Cece, and Elijah are listening tonight. Uh, Paul Portalis is listening. He never did get me that hot sauce, he promised me. What is the deal with that, Brother Paul? I'll tell you, he made. I was at a, a meeting, a men's meeting, where Kenny Godair was speaking yesterday in Far, West Fargo Church, and uh, Paul Portalis made some hot sauce, and I put a bunch of it on some eggs. Man, was that hot sauce. Greg Johnson listening tonight. Are you listening on Holy Ghost Radio, Brother Johnson? Good to have you tuned in. Again, you can text me, 701-290-7862. You can email me if you can't text, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. And um, just feel like doing a little singing tonight, so I hope you can put up with that. A couple, couple little songs. I didn't write these songs, but... You know, some people think that what we do for Jesus is foolish, but... I'd rather be a fool for Christ than a real fool that doesn't believe. Like the Bible said, a fool said in his heart, there is no God. And so call me a fool if you want, but I'm pretty happy. I'll be a fool for you, Jesus. That's just what I'll be. Crazy in love with my God above. And that's all right with me. I'll be a fool for you, Jesus. That's just what I'll do. Guess I just don't know no better than to be in love with you. 
I'll be a fool for you, Jesus. That's just what I'll be. Crazy in love with my God above. And that's all right with me. And I'll be a fool for you, Jesus. That's just what I'll do. Guess I just don't know no better than to be in love with you. Guess I just don't know no better than to be in love with you. And I will live to tell of the one who has captured my heart. I will live to tell. Through him I made a new start. So take my life and let it be a reflection of you so the whole world can see that God is alive and well. I will live to tell. I will live to tell of the one who has captured my heart. I will live to tell through him I made a new start. So take my life and let it be a reflection of you So the whole world can see that God is alive and well I will live to tell Take my life and let it be a reflection of you So the whole world can see that God is alive and well I will live to tell Well, I got it out of my system for just a little bit, but I might have to play that thing later. Had a great church service today, but got to baptize somebody in the name of Jesus. That's exciting. Somebody just called our church and said they were reading their Bible and praying, and they saw their next step was to be baptized. And uh, so they showed up for church, and one of of the men, in fact, they're from the beach area, and our man that's the pastor in the beach area, Grabbed a hold of him when he walked in the door and taught him a Bible study on baptism, and we baptized him in the name of Jesus, and it doesn't get any better than that. Tonight I want to talk about what I talked about in our church service today and maybe mix in a bunch of other stuff. I want to turn your attention to Isaiah chapter 35 and verse 8. Verse 8 through 10, actually. It says, And a highway shall be there, and a way and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, though the wayfaring men, though fools, shall not err therein. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads, And they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. You know, many people have tried to complicate the simplicity of serving God. The title of this program, it's as simple as one, two, three. And for all you deep thinking theologians out there, it's not going to get real deep tonight. But sometimes, keeping it simple, you know, if I'm known for anything, I want to be known for somebody that can bring the gospel in the most simple way, the most easy way to understand as possible. Today, you know, I preached this message. I was just so encouraged. There was a a lady from Cameroon in church. She's a registered nurse, and she's up here working as a travel nurse. 
And she's never been baptized. She's got to walk with God, but she's never been baptized. And I preached this message simple as one, two, three, and she said next Sunday she's going to get baptized. She's never never understood it, never had anybody teach it to her. So if you know all this stuff, well, there's probably people listening to me driving. This is a live radio broadcast also. So if you are listening on the Internet and think that this is just some kind of obscure podcast, we go, we're go. we on the, the uh, historic KDIX 1230 AM. This station's been around since George Washington or something like that. And so it's it's been around a long time, and I am privileged to be able to sit behind this um, microphone that uh, Lee Lease used to be. He's passed away now, but I remember him when he was the station manager here, and, and all the guys here have helped us so much through the years to make this program work, taught us how to do this, and even put up with me when sometimes it's not popular here in this city, some of the things I say, but they've never threatened to kick me off. I appreciate that. But today I want to talk about easy as one, two, three, simple as one, two, three. Second Corinthians 11 and 3 says, Paul said, But I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. And then he talked about the next verse, he talked about there's people coming and they're preaching another Jesus that they didn't, Paul didn't preach. They're, they're um, telling people about a different spirit that wasn't the spirit that was poured out on the day of Pentecost. And he said, and that these people were receiving a different gospel than the one that I told you. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, there's a lot of religious gobbledygook out there that it is mixing people up. People are saying the Lord said this and the Lord said that. If you want to read something really interesting, read Jeremiah chapter 23, and you'll find how Jeremiah is prophesying against these these false prophets that are telling people this and that, but they're not telling people the Word of God. And in verse 36 of Jeremiah 23, he said, You have perverted the words of the living God. A bunch of spiritual perverts. That's what they are. They're perverting the words of the living God. They're changing it around and not preaching the whole gospel to the whole world. It's possible that you can be so smart that you can't see the simplicity in Christ. Now, as I, as I, if you were in church today and we had a great service and Visitors there, just it was so exciting. We had a meal after church, just great, great day, and um, excited about what God was is doing. We we are in a spirit of revival here in Dickinson. I believe that. Uh, I believe we in the next coming um, day, weeks and months we are going to be baptizing many people in the name of Jesus. We're going to see people filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit, and of course, our church is built around discipleship. That's what we do. We teach. Uh, we have in, on Sunday mornings we have three different adult Bible classes. One is a is a basic Bible class that I teach. There's two other Bible classes. We break them up into smaller groups just so there can be more of an open discussion setting. We have the children in Sunday school classes that are age appropriate so that they can learn the Word of God. That's from ten to eleven. At eleven o'clock we have our worship service where we worship God. We hear preaching. Um, we have time of prayer. Uh, so in Wednesday nights we have a church service that sometimes is a Bible study, sometimes is preaching. You know we leave that open, but our church is about Acts two thirty eight, which I'm going to preach about tonight, and also about discipling people. 
so that they can go ahead and preach the gospel also. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 7 and 13, he said this, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the great gate, broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Now, Jesus did not say it was a hard way. He didn't say it was difficult to get into the gate. He didn't say it was difficult to walk in this narrow way. What he was saying was that it's it's only one. It's not it's it's not like um, multi um, purpose or multi directional. It's there's a there's one gate and it's a straight gate. It's a small gate. It's only there's only one way to get in. It's big enough for one person at a time. And then there's a path that you walk with God, and that path is big enough for one person at a time. And that gate and that path will take you to heaven. It it, it will take you to life, to heaven. And he said, few there be that find it. And I think that's why people misconstrue it to be hard. Now, the Bible says the way of the person that doesn't do this is hard. The way of the transgressor in Proverbs 13 and 15 says the way of the transgressor or the person that goes against what God says, that's the hard way. Brother Kenny Godair said, at this men's meeting we were at, he said he's never seen anybody walk away from the truth that has inspired him to do the same. Because it's not a good way. This gate and this narrow path are a good way to live. And I believe it's simple. Now, not necessarily easy, because to come to God, as we'll see in this program, you've got to be willing to give your will to God, which is not always easy. But Jesus said there was a gate and a narrow way. This straight gate has only one way to get in. Now, if you're listening to me out there tonight and you believe there are many roads to heaven, I am going to challenge you tonight because there are not. There are many roads to that lead people to the gate. I want you I'm going to say it again. Listen to me. There's many roads that lead people to the gate. Uh, people from our church here in Dickinson have come from all different kinds of walks of life. Some of them were in jail when they heard this message. Some of them grew up hearing this message. Uh, some of them, you know, were were working with somebody that knew this message. You see, there's a lot of roads that can get you to the gate, but there's only one gate. You know, this this idea that all roads lead to heaven is not in the Bible. Jesus said he was the way, the truth, and the life, and no man could come to the Father but by him. You're not going to get to God without going through Jesus. And I know that sounds hard, and I know that sounds restrictive, and I know I know that can sound exclusive, but just remember this, folks. Pastor Bob didn't make that up. I didn't write the Bible. I'm just telling you what it said, and I'm telling you what Jesus said. He said he's the only way to God. That's what he said. And so there's only one way. I'm going to play a song 
here, and uh, let's see which song do I want to play. Let's try this one. This is really old stuff, but this is this is the original version of I'm a One God Apostolic. I'm a One God Apostolic, tongue talking, holy rolling, born again, heaven bound, believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit. I believe in holiness, and I suggest that you to do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees. Would you pardon me if I'm not ashamed? To be a one God, apostolic, tongue talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Well, you won't catch me preaching on the street. I'm too shy to talk to people when we meet. But then one day out on town. Where a bunch of kids were gathered there Throwing beer cans at the law And shouting peace, peace, peace Well, I did not intend to interfere But someone started screaming in my ear So I laid both hands on his head And I prayed while he turned red And the other kid said, let's get out of here Cause I'm a one God apostolic Talking holy, rolling, born again, heaven bound, believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit, brother. I believe in holiness, and I suggest that you to do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees. Would you pardon me if I'm not ashamed? To be a one God, apostolic tongue, talking holy, rolling, born again, heaven bound, believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. at school, not me, people will say that I'm not cool, but then one day I had enough of that evolution stuff, so I stood right up and I said, God's word is true, my teacher did not know what to do, it seemed like he was shaking in his shoes, though he knew I meant no harm. Took me by the arm and said, son, what religion are you? I'm a one God, apostolic tongue, talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven bound, believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit, sir. I believe in holiness and I suggest that you to do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees. Would you pardon me if I'm not ashamed? To be a one God, apostolic, home talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. On the job, I never say a word. Uh-uh. I figure they all know I go to church. But when my boss man called me in for a tonic and some gin, I began to think perhaps he hasn't heard. So I said, no, sir, I am not the drinking kind, excepting for a thing they call new wine. Woo! As he lost his cigar smoke, it seemed like he would choke. I proceeded to explain it one more time. I'm a one God, absolute tongue, talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit, brother. I believe in holiness, and I suggest you to do the same. I was set free out of Pentecostal order on my knees, which pardon me if I'm not ashamed. Be a one God, absolute tongue, talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Those are the first Pentecostal songs I ever heard. 
many, many years ago. I, I just got a good report. Our, our team that goes to the women's state prison got to go to live. They got to have live services tonight. That is awesome. That is that is really cool. Um, we've been they've been doing it on Zoom. You know the state's got kind of a crazy rule about not letting us into the jails. I wonder if I'm going to get to start going into the county jail here pretty soon. I hope so. That we've went into the county jail for 20 years, and then um, over two years ago we we were shut down. So hoping we get to start going back in there. I want to just greet uh, Lori from South Hart. Her son Malachi is 13 today. Happy birthday, Malachi. 13 years old, what a neat young man he is. And, uh, in fact, on, on Wednesday when I was preaching something like what I'm preaching now, he, he, was the, he was the one that really yelled out what I wanted people to yell out, and I was really proud of him for doing it. All the other adults were too bashful, I think, to, to do that. We got, uh, we're talking about simple as one, two, three. This gate that I'm talking about, this gate that I'm talking about, how to get in, to get on this path, can be found very easily in the book of Acts chapter 2. We see that this is the day of Pentecost. It was a religious holiday, a Jewish holiday, where God chose that day to pour out His Spirit for the very first time in human history like this. And on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 and verse 1, it tells about how they received the gift of the Holy Ghost for the very first time. And several things happened, and one of the things that happened is they began to speak in another language that they did not know. This was a sign of receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. And there was a giant commotion because of this, and people began to gather around. Some were laughing, some were mocking, some were saying they're just all drunk. And about that time, Peter with the rest of the 12 disciples, because Judas was dead and they had appointed another one, stood up and began to address this crowd that had gathered. And he said, these men are not drunk like you think, but this is that, what you see is happening is that which was prophesied by the prophet Joel, saying, in the last days I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And so, This was prophesied in the Old Testament that this outpouring of the Holy Ghost would come. And Peter began to preach to the people and explain to them who Jesus Christ was and what he did by going to the cross for us. He began to explain to them that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. And this began to bother the conscience of, of the people that were listening. They did not personally crucify Jesus, but they uh, condoned it. <coughs> Their actions um, said to do it. And Jesus Christ was crucified. He was killed. They did not realize that his death was a sacrifice for sin. But Peter was bringing this to their attention, just as I'm bringing it to your attention tonight. You did not uh, physically crucify Jesus, but because of your sins, he willingly, to make a way for us to be forgiven, went to the cross and died. And this 
bothered them in Acts 2, verse 37. It says, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. Their conscience bothered them. They were troubled in their heart. And they interrupted Peter's preaching in Acts 2 and verse 37. And they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said, he didn't say this, but I'm telling you what I'm saying because it's my radio show. Peter said it's as simple as one, two, three. I'm encouraged tonight because there was a lady in church today from Cameroon that got it. And I'm hoping somebody out there listening is going to get it. Because 43 years ago when I heard this, I got it. And I'm still loving it. When they asked Peter and the rest of the apostles, they said, what shall we do? Because of what Jesus did for us on the cross, what is our responsibility? How do we take advantage of his of his sacrifice? <clears throat> Just because Jesus died on the cross, folks, I want you to know, not everybody's going to heaven. Just because of that, there's something we must do. They said, what shall we do? And Peter, in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, began to explain to them about this small gate where you can get on the path to go to heaven. Peter answered in verse 38 of Acts 2. He said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. One, two, three. Repent, be baptized, be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's as simple as one, two, three. So what does it mean to repent? This was the first thing Peter said to do. Repentance means to come to God and be sorry for your sins, to to confess your sins to God and then to be sorry for your sins. That's what repentance means, to ask God for forgiveness. Confess your sins to God, ask God for forgiveness. But repentance is even deeper than that. Repentance means to change your mind about sin. Now, I know that I've done radio programs on just entirely about the word repentance. But today I'm just talking about it's as simple as one, two, three to be saved, and it's as simple as one, two, three to stay saved. We Repentance is not being feeling sorry for yourself because you're in trouble. It's not waking up in a jail cell necessarily and crying because you're in jail. God, what am I going to do? God, you're going to have to help me. That's not necessarily repentance. It could be part of repentance. Repentance doesn't mean you that you've realized that you're an a alcoholic or a, a drug addict and, and now you're crying out to God for mercy, like, God, I help me quit taking drugs. That's not necessarily repentance. Some people just want God to help them out of their trouble. That's all. And maybe that's a good place to start. But some of that's just selfishness. I had a, a a young man living with me for years that was a meth, or for for a while, I shouldn't say for years, he, he battled meth addiction, battled drug addiction. He was living with us, even while he lived with us. And uh, one day I talked to him and I said, you know what, you want God to help you in this area, but you won't surrender your life to God in these other areas. 
Like, God helped me to quit meth, but he's still going to be having sex with any girl he wants to. And he looked at me and said, yeah, I guess so. See, that's not repentance. <clears throat> God helped me quit t- smoking meth is not repentance. Repentance is being sorry to God for your sin. Repentance is being sorry to God for ignoring him and not putting him in the proper place in our life. That's what repentance is. That's why when my pastor said, and I heard him say this many times in many different ways, but ultimately it sounded like this. Repentance means to change your mind about sin. Because as Pastor Walters would say, if you change your mind about sin, now you don't want to do it either. Like, you have come into an agreement with God about it. See, that's repentance. So repentance can have a lot to do with tears. It can have a lot to do with, with uh, sorrow. But it also has a lot to do with making a decision. My pastor would, would say, are you done with the sin business? <laughs> I love that. You know, like, when you're done, you're done. You know, godly sorrow means that we're not sorry to others. Now, there's there's a place for that. And if you've hurt others, you need to have sorrow for that. But godly sorrow is to be sorry to God. That's repentance. And once you repent, the Bible said you're a candidate to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. As simple as one, two, three. Number one, you need to repent of your sins. And I just explained that to you in the simplest terms that I could come up with. After you repent, you're ready to be baptized. That's why in the Bible you don't see babies being baptized. Because babies can't repent. And you that try to take the Scripture, like I've had people text me that try to take the Scriptures and Acts where it says, He and his whole family were baptized. They try to make it sound like babies were baptized. But you can even study church history and find that infant baptism didn't start till many centuries after the apostles died. That's history. Read it in the Catholic history book if you want to. I'm telling you the truth. Man changed baptism. But the Bible says baptism means to be completely put under the water. If you weren't dunked under the water all the way to your head, you weren't baptized. You can call it baptism, but it's not. Even the Greek words are different. Baptizo, the Greek word, rantizo is a Greek word that means to sprinkle. (coughs) Baptizo is a Greek word that means to completely immerse in water. These words in the Scripture, in the New Testament, that talk about baptism, are talking about being immersed. And the Bible says in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen that there is there is a name to be called over you when you're being baptized. Matthew nine twenty-eight nineteen says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. That's why in Acts 2.38, Peter said you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. 
This is not a discrepancy in the Scripture. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. The name of our God is not Father. The name of the Son is not Father. The name of the Holy Ghost is not Father. <laughs> the, the, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost aren't names. As I've said so, for so many years, I could write you a check out for $100,000 and sign and sign the check Son. And you could try to cash it, but it wouldn't work. But I am a son. My mom might even be listening tonight in Bismarck. You can, I can write this check out to you and sign it Father. And I am a father. I've got three children that I love dearly. You see, that check won't work unless I sign Bob Simons to it. And if it's 100000 it won't work anyway right now. But the um, So baptized in the name of Jesus. Step one, repentance. Step two, be baptized, immersed, and they call on the name of Jesus. Now, this may surprise you, but there aren't hardly any churches out there that baptize that way. They might immerse you, but they won't say in the name of Jesus Christ. We will, because that's what the Bible says. And Peter said, repentance and water baptism in the name of Jesus work together for the remission of sins, for the washing away, the forgiveness of your sins. People say, well, how could baptism have anything to do with that? I don't know, but I know it it does, because the Bible says it does. If the Bible said to be baptized in a vat full of Coca-Cola, I'd I'd go get all the Coca-Cola I could buy and dump it in and fill up my baptistry, and that's how I'd get baptized. It doesn't say that. I'm not going to argue with God on this. It doesn't have to make sense to me or you. But you need to repent of your sins, step one, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and step three, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Be filled with God's Spirit. This is the plan of salvation. This is the gate that Jesus was talking about, this narrow gate. This is what Jesus was talking about in John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, when he, when he told a man, you must be born again. He said, you, he said, you must accept the man, be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. You're blind. You need a spiritual birth so you can get your eyes open. And then Nicodemus said, well, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he jump back in his mother's stomach? or in her womb. And verse 5, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, baptism, and of the Spirit, being Spirit-filled, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You know, there are so many things that I talk about on this radio show. Sometimes I talk about kind of some end-time things. Right now I see end-time prophecies coming to, right before my eyes, I see it. You know, I... You know, we, we're we living like this world's going to go on forever like this. Folks, um, there's a lot of crazy things happening in our world. Even in the United States, we've, been, we've lost some of our freedom now. Right now, any moment, Russia might invade Ukraine, and I don't know what's going to happen after that. But it's not going to be good. Right now, I mean, right now, tomorrow morning maybe. 
will wake up in the morning and read our news that Russia has invaded Ukraine. And the United States has vowed to help Ukraine. Both the United States and Russia are nuclear powers. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not necessarily trying to scare you, but what I will tell you, this message of salvation is something you need to get in your life. I don't care what your church says. I don't care what my church says. What does the Bible say? One, two, three. Repent, be baptized, in Jesus' name, receive the Holy Spirit. This is one, two, three. And that gets you in the door only. That gets you in the door. And now you're on the path. And how do you stay on that path? Well, that's as simple as one, two, three also. Micah 6 and 8 says that he has showed the old man what is good and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, love mercy, walk humbly with thy God. Getting in the gate is as simple as one, two, three. Repent, be baptized in Jesus' name, receive the Holy Ghost. And then, to get on that narrow way and stay on that narrow way, number one, you do justly. That means you're honest. You have integrity. You have morality. You you are a righteous person. You want to do what is right. And you strive to live in a righteous way. Do justly. And then number two, love mercy. On this path to heaven, you're going to have to be a forgiver. You know, you married people, I, you know what, I sometimes I get so tired because when I talk to married people having marriage troubles, I hear two different stories many times. It's a their version of a, of a same story. And you know what? A little forgiveness would go a long ways in, in marriage. I've been asking people ever since I heard Jesse Starr, pastor in Minot, say this, but I've been asking, I've been telling people every marriage, every wedding I go to now, I walk up to the table and I look at the couple. I said, now you guys will have to figure out, you'll have to have a contest on who's the best forgiver because that's what marriage is about and that's what life's about. Loving mercy. Loving to give people mercy. Loving to see people experience mercy. If you think you're so bad that we wouldn't want you at our church, you have no idea what we want. We want you there. We love it when the sinner turns around. God has no pleasure in the death of the wicked, and neither do his people. You know, I don't care whose bed you've been sleeping in. Come to the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson if you live here. Yeah, I mean, you are going to be treated right here. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've been doing. It doesn't make any difference to me. You know, um, this this God's people on this narrow path, it is a path of mercy. And not only is it a path of mercy, but the God's people love mercy. Like they love it. They're not going to hold a grudge. They love to see people turn around. And then finally, number three, to walk humbly with thy God. What does that mean? That means he's the boss. 
You know what? God's Word is the boss of our lives. That's how you stay on this narrow path. Walk humbly with thy God. You know what? If your ideas go against God's ideas, go with God's ideas. Walk humbly with thy God. You know, this this um uh this this thing that that you know some people they they think that God needs a bunch of advisors or something. God doesn't need a bunch of advisors. You know, God God needs some people that will listen to what he what he says. That's what God needs. Get right, stay right with God. Simple as one, two, three. Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Good to have you listening tonight. We've got a Malachi from Harvey saying happy birthday to Malachi from Southheart. So, kind of forgot that we have two Malachis listening tonight. Good to have all of you listening and commenting. And um, you can be still part of this program, 701-290-7862. If you live in the Dickinson, North Dakota area, We'd love to have you come and visit our church this coming Wednesday at 7.30 is our next service. If you leave, live in Beach, we have a, a beach service out at 
at the Beach Community Center at 7.30. Soon to have our Sunday and Tuesday services there, as soon as we get our new building finished. In Bowman, we have church Thursday nights at 7.30 and Sunday mornings at 10.30, and that's at 18 North Main, right in Bowman, North Dakota. So uh, there's different places. Uh, Normally on Sundays, or every Sunday, I should say, we have church here in Dickinson at 10 o'clock, Sunday school, 11 o'clock, our worship service, and also a Bible study, a men's Bible study, Friday morning at 6 a.m. Simple as one, two, three. The gate, repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The way, simple as one, two, three. Do justly, love mercy, walk humbly with thy God. Now, folks, uh, that's why I, my wife and I, my family moved to Dickinson many, many years ago, thirty, about 33 years ago now. We moved to Dickinson to start a Acts 238 church because I didn't know if there were people preaching Acts 238, and I'm still not sure. My goal would be for all churches to preach this. I don't certainly don't want to have a corner on the market. I don't believe you have to be a member of my church to be saved, but you this is about a, the simple plan of salvation laid out in the Scripture. And so get through the door and stay on the path. That's that's what I'm saying. And then we're going to teach you how to teach others the same thing, and that's why this thing is growing and growing and growing. Uh, you know, like I say, I believe we are in a season revival at our church, a season of revival. I'm not interested in selling out. I preached on Wednesday. I'm not selling. The story of Naboth in First Kings chapter 21, there was a man named Naboth, that had a vineyard, and the king, King Ahab of Samaria, he wanted that vineyard. He told Naboth, he said, I'll buy your vineyard from you. I'll give you a good price. I'll, I'll trade you one that's even worth more than yours. And Naboth said to Ahab, I'm not going to sell out. This was given to me by God. This was given to my, to my family by God. And Naboth ended up getting killed over it. But I feel like Naboth today. I'm not going to sell out on this Acts 238 message. I'm not gonna, uh, you know, I'm not gonna sell out on this, um, this message of salvation. In Jude verses three and four, it said, "Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, this is the Acts two thirty eight experience. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints." And then he went on to say there were certain men that have crept in under the radar, unawares, that have changed or perverted the simple gospel. I'm thankful that I had a pastor, uh, Pastor David Walters. wasn't trying to be pretty. He wasn't a paid puppet. He He wasn't telling me what I wanted to hear. But I had a real preacher man a man of God, showing me the old paths. Jeremiah 6.16, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths, which is the good way, and walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. Well, I don't know who they were, but that's not what I'm saying. 
I will walk that way, and I'm not interested in selling out. You know, Pastor Bob isn't full of charisma, and I'm not the best singer or the greatest guitar player. I don't think I could fill the Civic Center if I came to your town and everybody would say, oh, Pastor Bob Simons, you know, just like Billy Graham. But I'll tell you this, you know, if I could, by selling out this gospel, this simple gospel message, I ain't selling. Sorry, Mom, my mom was an English teacher for 40-some years. I'm just trying to use the word ain't, Mom, just to get their attention. I don't usually talk like that. You know, I ain't selling. Some people consider this this belief system too closed-minded, too opinionated. Bunch of hard-headed Pentecostals. You know, hey, put your old-fashioned ideas. But like the Apostle Paul said to the church in Ephesus <clears throat> when he was getting ready to leave in Acts twenty twenty-seven, he said, I have not shunned to declare unto you the whole counsel of God. The message of salvation. Acts 2.38. Galatians chapter 1. Paul said, if we, though we, like if I come back, Paul said, or an angel from heaven preaches any other gospel unto you than that which you have received, let him be accursed. I don't care if his name is Moroni the angel. If he's preaching a different gospel than Paul originally preached, don't listen to him. Then he repeats himself in verse 9. As I said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. These old paths believe that Jesus was the Father manifest in the flesh. The Bible says that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. And there's only one God, the Father. And that Father was in Jesus Christ. And that's why when Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. And I ain't selling. I ain't selling. Where's Malachi at? Shout it out. I ain't selling. I'm not going to sell on holiness. I have no interest in going backwards. When I came into this thing... 43 years ago, I was watching my television set, and I felt God dealt with me. Get rid of that thing. <clears throat> I never, I don't think at that time I, was, I wasn't going to Pastor Walters' church. I don't think that pastor told me to get rid of that thing. You know, it, I, he, <clears throat> he didn't have one either, but he was, I think he was afraid of losing me. But you know what? God just said, get rid of it. He didn't tell me in an audible voice. I just, I wasn't watching it anymore. I didn't want to turn it on anymore. You know what? I'm not going to buy one now. I quit watching the Hollywood movies. You say, are you bragging, Pastor Bob? No, I'm not bragging. I just lost interest in it. And I I tell you what, they haven't gotten any better now. You know, when, when I came to God, I threw the drugs out the window. I quit my drinking. I'm not going back now. They haven't put an ingredient in Budweiser that makes you a better father now than it used to. doesn't make you a better a better citizen. It doesn't make you a better driver, that's for sure. You know, no, I'm not going. I ain't selling. I ain't selling. 
Boy, I'm running out of time. Let me see here. Let's try this. Let's try the song. All right, let's try this. See if you like this song. In these last days that we're living in, many people have been blessed by the gift of God's Holy Spirit. But you know they don't like holiness. They want to keep their long hair and their beer, their mini skirts and their TVs too. But it takes a lot more than just talking in tongues to do what God wants you to do. Got to be in the ship with the master sailor if you want to make it through life's stormy sea. There's no room for middle-of-the-road Christianity. Got to be in the ship or out. There's no room to leave for doubt. Just say, now, if I do this, will Jesus smile on me? Well, some people, they get the Holy Ghost and they think that is enough. They want no part of that one God stuff. Well, they'll baptize you in the titles and they'll tell you you're all set. But if you don't go down in Jesus' name, friend, you're just getting wet. Got to be in the ship with the master sailor if you want to make it through life's stormy sea. There's no room for middle-of-the-road Christianity. Got to be in the ship or out. There's no room to leave for doubt. Just say now, if I do this, Jesus smile on me. Well, there's no room to compromise with Satan and his lies. This world can't satisfy you anymore. You don't need its amusements, styles, or dress to bring you happiness. Come out from among them. Be ye separate, saith the Lord. Got to be in the ship with the master sailor if you want to make it through life's stormy sea. There's no room for middle-of-the-road Christianity. Got to be in the ship or out. There's no room to leave for doubt. Just say now, if I do this, will Jesus smile on me? Just say now, if I do this, will Jesus smile on me? Well, it's come to that time in the program that I don't like, but I'm out of time. Next week, Pastor Bob will not be behind this microphone. I think we'll have uh, Ben Simons. That's another Simons. He'll be doing the radio program next week. My wife and I are privileged to go and speak at a marriage deal down in uh, Georgia somewhere where Pastor Ben Weeks is the pastor. So we're going to be down there next Sunday and then next Saturday and Sunday and preaching in his church, and maybe take a couple days Monday and Tuesday off and go see uh, St. Augustine, Florida. I like history, so maybe I'll drive over there. So uh, next Sunday, if you come to our church and you don't see Pastor Bob, it's still going to go on even better than when I'm there. So just we want to. I've invited you. I've told you all about our church services. Lord Jesus, tonight I pray for our listening audience. God, I pray that there are people listening tonight, that see the simplicity, uh, one, two, three, of getting into this door, God, and also staying on this path. God, I pray that, that you'll help us to realize that this is not complicated, 
But this is so simple. And that if we have a desire that we can make, we just pray tonight in Jesus' name. God bless you, folks. Been my pleasure to be the host of another Tell It Like It Is radio show. Someday later, you can hear the show again on a podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, just say Pastor Bob Simons. Just put that in on your phone, and somehow it'll come up. God bless. Good night. Find my refuge in the Lord He's gonna see me through I find my refuge in the Lord He's gonna see me through Well, it's so simple, it's easy Just follow what He says to do What Jesus said to Nicodemus He's gonna say to you Cause what he said to Nicodemus Well, it sure is true You got to be born of the water Got to be born of the Spirit too Play it, Lance, play it. Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.